Hello, everyone, and welcome to this podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us today. So glad you are here. I hope that this truly does bring you lots of value. Just wanted to let you all know quickly that Tony George Photography and I have started a Instagram live series every other Tuesday, 12 p.m. Arizona time. Yes, we do say Arizona time because sometimes we're mountain, sometimes we're Pacific. Uh, So if you are here in Arizona, you know what time it is. Look it up on Google, um, 12 p.m. If you don't have a chance to catch us live, definitely head on over to my IGTV section of my Instagram. All of the videos are on there. If you have any other questions at all, let me know. And if not, enjoy this podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I have Miss Christina on the line, and we actually know each other, you know, kind of through Facebook and Instagram. Uh, finally got to meet hey. her at a shoot. Yes, it was so lovely to meet <laughs> you finally in person. Uh, but Christina, yeah, why don't fun. you go ahead and just introduce yourself, uh, your company, and then let people know how long you've been in business for. Sure. So, hi, everyone. My name is Christina Hayron. I'm the owner of Christina Hayron Photography. Christina spelled with a C-H, and then last name, hey, and then rend as in tear, hey, mm-hmm. rend. Um, I want to say I've been in the industry for about just over a year and a half. Um, I just fell in love with photography, and at the same time, I raising, I'm raising three kids. Um, I have a set of Irish twins, so my two youngest girls are only 11 months apart, and so... It's been fun running this business. Yeah, yeah. Well, and like, you know, starting your business and then, you know, having the girls and, you know, all the kiddos, I know is is a very common, you know, situation for a lot of the creatives in the industry, you know, so yeah. maybe for any other, you know, creatives who maybe haven't crossed that path quite yet, you know, what is kind of a key for you? Like what is kind of a... For uh, having... <laughs> Yeah. Oh no, that's yeah. <laughs> that's so important to like think about because uh, one thing that has helped me, because you know my kids are my first priority, and I'm sure any parent would say that. And so, but it's really about how you manage your time, and that is so important because um, for a specific amount of time. So something I do, and maybe something you guys can reference to, is I looked up, I follow the technique known as the block scheduling system. Um, it's by Jordan Page. She's a vlogger, owns a YouTube, she owns multiple businesses, and she has eight kids. And she's very Holy successful. God. She lives by this principle. And I mean, that's like a whole other topic you could go into. But the block scheduling system basically is you don't live your life task by task or hour by hour. You uh, chunk it out in blocks. So something I do, it's like she... Um, she compares it to having a high school schedule. So, you know, the bell rings, bing, and um, you're in math, and you're doing everything for math. And then once the bell rings again, you move on to English or science or whatever. You put your math books away, and you focus only on the subject. And the key is it's not – it's having these blocks, these blocks have them, having them set for, like, no more than two to four hours. So, for example, from – 6.30 in the morning to 9, that's my me time. That's my me block. And so I, I'll wake up. It's usually when I get ready or I'll do scripture study. And then from 9 to 12, that's my outing block. I'll take my son to preschool. 
Um, I'll go to the gym. There's a daycare there. That's mm-hmm. what I do for. And then from 12 to 3, that's the, the kid, the girl's nap block. And so that chunk of time, I'm going to work as hard as I can, as fast as I can. And then I usually, what I do is I set a timer. And um, once, once it hits 3 o'clock, okay, I've got to put my work brain, push it off to the side, and then now from 3 to 6, that's my, you know, dinner prep. That's when we, I prep dinner, I, I clean, or I let the kids watch TV. My husband usually picks my son up from school. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, that's what's helped me. Um, just having having that um, structured block system it's helped me sure. a lot, actually. Yeah, well, and that's really like I mean helpful to hear, you know. And it works for you, and I obviously it obviously worked for you know that woman with eight kids and all the businesses and all those other things. You know, so it's one of those things, you know, just trying to figure out, you know, what works for you, how to get things in order, you know, like let, you know, figure out out a system for yourself, you know, is the biggest thing. Um, Because not everything, you know, works for everyone, you know, but it's just trying to figure out what works for you, for sure. Yeah, and, and really, like, say, like, you don't have kids and you work, you know, you can set up the block system for you, say... For me, like the most intense work, like the mental work, I can get done in the morning. And usually after lunch, I'm sluggish, so that could be, you know, I used to have a job, and so I would apply that to my a.m. block. And then after lunch is my p.m. block. After lunch, I try to get up on my feet or, you know, do tasks that aren't as mentally draining. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love that. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, and then... Um, you know, for you being a member um, of the LDS Church, I know that it is, you know, a, a privilege to definitely uh, be on the temple grounds, you know, get married in the yeah. temple. Um, but for, you know, photography-wise, you know, for those that aren't, you know, aware, um, pictures are only taken outside of the temple. And so when you yeah. get married inside the church, or in the temple, sorry, you get sealed, then you come out, everybody gets pictures out there, you know, you get pictures with the gorgeous temples that they have, um, and then yeah. you kind of just go on and do the reception and do everything from there. So, you know, in terms of, you know, temples, taking pictures on the ground, uh, what are kind of some, like, do's and don'ts, you know, things that are and are not allowed you know, on the ground, maybe just kind of educational-wise for some other photographers or maybe even, you know, other people just in general. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, my first very LDS wedding um, was my own. (laughs) And so um, I've been been to a few, and then I've photographed being in the industry for about a year and a half. I want to say I did two LDS weddings just by myself. No, I was like, okay, I did, I second shot, so now I'm just going to jump in and do, I I definitely, especially if you're starting out, always do, you know, take as many second shooting opportunities as possible. But, um, yeah, so along with what you were saying, you were saying that, um, you know, an LDS wedding is definitely 
not your not as the same as a traditional wedding. You already said there's no camera in inside the actual ceremony. Um, you know, guests will usually be waiting outside. Um, I want to say the biggest don't uh, to do when you're you know at a LDS wedding is um, to just remember the the reverence and the sacredness of the temple and just respect that. Um, you know, not being in public nuisance. The one word that was told to me that really stood out to me is the word soberness, um, to be sober. And that's not, that's not, doesn't just mean like, okay, don't drink alcohol, that's the given, and don't act all wild and drunk. That's the obvious definition is, you know, um, you're sober. But from what I understood, the word sober is to take serious things seriously. Um, mm-hmm. Sure, be yourself, have fun, have a good time, but uh, to be sober, to just take serious things serious and um, being aware and respectful of the temple grounds because, um, you know, it is a big thing. It's very important for members and the meaning behind it. And, um, you know, there's a lot of do's and don'ts I thought of um, starting with, like, um, when they go in and um, while while they're doing the ceremony inside, which is usually reserved for close family members or friends, and then the guests are waiting outside. Um, one big thing, not uh, my family, they're not um, they're not LDS. Not not everyone in my family is a member of the church, and so for my wedding, when I was sealed, I've had family members waiting outside. Um, and the majority of my in-laws were allowed to go in there. And um, I guess one big thing, don't, if you're a photographer waiting for family members, is um, to never ask, oh, well, why aren't you in the temple? Or, you know, it could be something personal as they're um, something that um, members of the church do um, is um, they they receive a temple recommend. And this allows you to get in the church. And it's basically just promises and sacred covenants you make with God that allow you to go on the temple, but those that aren't ready to make those commitment yet, and it's it's really non-judgmental, but um, they're asked to wait outside, and so to not pry and ask, well, aren't you inside, you know, with your sister? Mm-hmm. You know, that's your sister. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, you got to just be aware of that. This is one of the biggest things, I would say. Sure. Yeah. Well, and then... Um... Yeah, there is, you know, a, like there's a real reason why, you know, not everyone can be in, you know. So sure. um, I do, yeah, not crying and definitely um, just, you know, mm-hmm. moving along your day, get to know the family as the family, you know, maybe, you know, don't ask personal questions such as that. Um, and then in terms yeah. of like, just being on the grounds, however, though, you know, like, is it, you know, pretty free reign in terms of, like, you guys can kind of take pictures wherever and, you know, is there different entrances and, you know, yeah. that you can take pictures of, you know, as they're coming out, you know, how does that all kind of work? Definitely. So um, when you're walking, you're at the temple and you say you're waiting with a few of the guests outside, you'll see that the couple will usually go through the main entrance, which you'll see golden doors. Um, I've seen all temples. They all have golden do- doors. And um, Pat, usually, and then when you enter the lobby, um, 
you know, there's lobbies in there. Usually you don't take photographs in there, but um, that you don't go in there and take pictures, but usually outside the golden doors. And to keep in mind also that the way the couple goes in the temple, for every temple it's not the same. It's usually a different exit. And so, um, uh, for, but for example, for my wedding, the Phoenix Temple, the the entrance and the exit is the same. So when you're exiting out, just be aware you find out. And usually the guests will know if you've never been to the temple before. They'll know the exit. Just be aware um, of that surrounding, of the surrounding in which they exit. And, you know, as you're waiting, I usually like to show up. So from the time their ceremony inside, what happens from that time, it starts to when they come out um, for their, you know, their big exit shot, they, um, it's usually about 40 minutes. So up until that time, you can always, you know, get to know the family members. Um, you can take detail shots. I usually use this time to take pictures of the temple. You can uh, shoot up because usually, most likely, there's always people on temple grounds. It's not like a venue where it's reserved. You know, it's a shared ground. And so you have to get sure. creative of how you're shooting. What I like to do is I like to shoot up, and then if I'm far enough, if there's, you know, hanging flowers on the trees, I like to frame the temple with pretty flowers if they have them. Or, um, I actually take pictures of the flowers, and I also take pictures of the family members. Pretty much um, anything outside the temple, you can shoot. It's free game. Um, and... Uh, to keep in mind for when the exit shot, it's time for their exit shot, that lobby I told you about uh, where it's past the golden doors where you're allowed to be um, but you're not allowed to shoot, um, the couple can usually wait there for your go or your signal um, and then just give them the instructions. One of the big things I wish I did for my very first LDS wedding, <clears throat> which I didn't know, but somebody, one of the bridesmaids, uh, kind of brought it up to me was um so the exit shot that's like a big deal shot usually for lds temple weddings because um it's not like you can be in the ceremony and take pictures of the ring exchange <clears throat> or mm -hmm. you can't take pictures of the first kiss at the altar um that's mm -hmm. usually there's no pictures of that and so the exit shot the grand exit where you know they're everyone sees them for the first time as husband and wife, that's a, that's a big shot. And usually, you know, they'll come out cheering, the obvious, and um, maybe they'll walk out a few steps and um, he'll tilt her over and they'll kiss. And, but something I didn't do, um, which is, you know, to keep in mind is when I was um, getting the couple ready, I was at the entrance and then I came out and then what I did wrong was everyone was behind me. They were waiting to cheer and everyone was behind me and so um, they came out the pictures turned out okay they they came out they're cheering they kiss and but in the picture it looks like nobody is there they're just cheering by themselves mm. so um, somebody asked me like aren't we going to do the train and I didn't even know I didn't even think about it but something that I think is fun and that I've noticed is I like to line up you know like a train um, a line sure. on each side of the door. So you can kind of see people cheering as they walk out. Um, sure. And sure. I mean, I guess it's preference if they want, because, you know, the focus will be on the couple and everyone will be blurred out. But 
And maybe it's yeah, not a big a, deal, but something that I've, I thought would be learned. fun to shoot. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, then, yeah, Christina, I mean, thank you for sharing, you know, the, those do's and don'ts and, you know, sharing the educational pieces of that just because there are things to know um, and not do, and obviously um, these are the things. But, you know, how can we help you? So... Um, I don't I like so we met at a styled shoot. I you know, being new in the industry, I'm um I loved it. Like it was so fun and it helped it's definitely like groundwork for some pictures from my website and um obviously for those who've ever done a styled shoot it's paid, but is there a way people are ever involved where like you just invite them? Not necessarily me being the only photographer, but um and of course I'd be willing to pay if that's usually how it does. I guess I don't know how that all works, but I definitely love opportunities to come shoot your style shoots more, whether it is I have to pay or it's an invite. Yeah. Um, I um, Whenever you need my help. Yeah, I do actually have a lot of, um, you know, photographers, obviously, that I've grown very close to, I and I love their style, so obviously I'm going to use their pictures, uh, which is always, I mean, what, anyone's goal is and obviously pictures and content is what we all need um but yeah I do sometimes I'll invite um only one photographer per shoot um and I kind of just rotate them around and kind of you know make it you know even and fair for all I'm only doing I mean eight this year between the end of May and then uh November, Daryl was the last one for last year. I, you know, between that side bring, I did about 16. Um, so I, you know, obviously had built up my schedule this year to, you know, have real weddings in, you know, so the, the shoots themselves are kind of just more so um, just for fun. Um, but, yeah, I can definitely chat in on, you know, having you in on one of them, um, you know, invite only, um, and then, you know, any of the other ones, I kind of push them out to my photographer friends first if they would like to come and join sure. like, as a paid participant. Um, but I'll always reach out beforehand, you know, if there is one that I would like to have, um, you know, as an invite. But, you know, I mean, content-wise, like, we're always kind of just looking for people to, you know, like, even do, like, team shots or, you know, like, collaborative shots, or, you know, and we're people sure. that, you know, we'll post and obviously give credit and do all these things, you know, but it's, you know, we're happy to, you know, nominally, you know, pay you whatever you're worth, but then if it's like a, you know, trade system, say we give you a shoot and then... You know, obviously you'll give us the pictures back. Yeah. And it's one of those things. You know, trying to figure out something else, you know, where we can maybe get some team shots in or figure out something, you know. Like, I feel like one way or another, you know, things always just work itself out. Um, yeah, for sure. Like, Definitely. I wasn't um, thinking I would get paid. <laughs> it was sure, more like, yeah, a, yeah. if you ever need help, I'd be happy to. Yeah. No, yeah, and that's awesome to hear, though, because um, we definitely are always looking for people to just, you know, get get even just content shots, you know, like say I have sure. like events all the time, you know, and there's, you know, sometimes there's no photographer and I'm just like, oh, I need, it's so pretty, you know, <laughs> whatever maybe. Sure. But I'll, uh, 
you know, definitely, you know, keep you keep you on my line. I have, I, I mean, hey. Yeah, one of, definitely one of my favorite. How about you, boo? <laughs> yeah. Um, so then, yeah, what is one last nugget that you would want to leave uh, with the Nugget crew today? Um, well, I'm just talking about, you know, my experiences of what I've noticed. I've, I have to tell, like, I have to tell you, like, an embarrassing story that happened to me. <laughs> uh, not long, but um, sure. I was taking, it was in front of the temple, and I was taking mm-hmm. a picture of it, the whole bridal party, like the big group. And I had a, mm-hmm. a stool from the dollar store that I just picked up because I'm shorter. I'm like 5'3". And um, sure. as I was taking their pictures, I was standing on the stool, and the stool like literally collapsed under my feet in front of everybody. Oh, no. <laughs> so, um, you know, it, it was embarrassing, but what do you do? You know, you just you sure. got to keep going. And uh, I think I just, I think what I did is I just landed on my feet and I did like a, a funny or a cute ballerina pose, you know, and uh, <laughs> you kind of just got to roll with it. And I actually got people, at first they're like, their face expression was like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Like, um, yeah, I'm glad I had insurance, but, <laughs> uh, but I kind of just like played it off. Like I did a cute ballerina pose and. Um, and that made them laugh. And so with that laughter, I kind of got them to, I kind of got them to keep smiling for the big per- picture pose. And obviously all their eyes were on me, you know, and that's a big thing. Um, that's like a lot of pressure having a huge group of people with eyes on you. And, um, I guess one thing is to just be confident and sure. not doubt yourself. Yep. Um, that's yep. the biggest thing. And online, if you come off as like this bubbly person and, um, you know, you're really outgoing online and you do these stories and you're really bubbly, but then in person you, you're more like social, like you're, you're, you have social anxiety or if that's the case, if that applies to anyone listening. But um, I think there's also, if you are the shy type or, you know, you are more to yourself, there's power in marketing in that. Like you can come off, not necessarily shy, but you could come off calm and confident, which is what, you know, a mm-hmm. lot of brides need as well. Sure. I think sure. the biggest thing is to just um the persona you emulate online to match like your personality to match your personality in person too. Cuz could you imagine meeting somebody you, you know, you admire and they're all bubbly in person but then when you meet them in person they're kind of you know like um to themselves, they're on their phones more. Or at least like you would think at a social gathering, you know, they'd be networking and talk talking more. Sure, sure. But um, but um, to yeah. just um, find out who you are, you're like your why, and mm-hmm. to just be confident and own it. So I think that's my yeah. biggest nugget. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that, and the confidence piece is huge for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, Christina, thank you so much for being on the podcast today and sharing your yeah, knowledge, thanks for having me. You know, educational tip. Um, you know, definitely we'll be in touch with you here shortly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if there's anything, as always, uh, just let me know. Um, but, yeah, it was lovely to chat with you, and I hope you have a wonderful week. And, um, yeah, I'll talk to you later. Thank you so much. Okay. Yeah, thanks for having me, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye.
Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. If it did bring you any value at all, please share it on to your friends, your family, anyone who may need to hear it. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, uh, YouTube, all of the places, you guys. <laughs> Miranda Madison events off of all the networks. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.